This is Bethany from Best Coast. You are listening to KUCI Irvine. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You're listening to Our Digital Future, and today we have guest Amber Slavin on the air. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Did I say that correctly? I just asked you a second ago. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's totally right, Amber Slavin. Okay, and you're calling from Seattle, Washington. How's the weather up there today? Um, well, it's not raining, which is great. So, I mean, sometimes that's kind of the best that we can hope for. <laughs> I'm so glad you got to call in today on Our Digital Future, Fridays 4 p.m. with me, ZBZ. And you're calling because I invited you down to call in after I saw your feature on the cover of Tattooed Librarians of the Pacific Northwest Calendar, as well as you're in the month of April, which is my birthday month. So, I figured, let's have her in. Yeah, it's my birthday month, too. <laughs> Oh, what's what day? Uh, April twentieth. How about you? Uh, April sixth. Oh, uh, that's all right. It's <laughs> a good month. <laughs> so cool. then, how did you get involved in that calendar? Um. Well, I'm actually in uh, library school right now. I'm in the School of Library and Information Management uh, at Emporia University. It's actually a distance program um, with several cohorts throughout the, the Pacific Northwest, and there's a cohort in Portland. So we do distance classes, um, but also meet for face-to-face -face classes every couple of months. Well, that's like my wanted, school. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, like, that's like my school. Oh, you do distance also? Yes, I'm in the uh, University of Illinois-Urbana-Champaign for distance okay. learning. Once in a while we go in person. Oh, I looked at that school. That's a great school. Yeah, but then I live in Long Beach, California, work in Irvine, California, so. Yeah. Well, we uh, we needed to raise money for our, so that we can have a graduation ceremony in August, so we thought, I wasn't actually on the committee, but some of, some people in my cohort decided to do a tattooed librarian's calendar. Yeah, I was thinking of um, purchasing it. Maybe someone could buy it for my birthday, help out the grad students. I might have, well, I have an extra one, but I'm supposed to send it to my mom, so I probably oh. shouldn't send it to you. That's okay. I'll support the cause. Tattooed librarians. Yeah. Yay. Uh, it's available for purchase on Zazzle.com, which is kind of like a print-as-you-go service, which is pretty neat. Oh, yeah, that's how I found um, your information was on that website. That had your name and here we are here we are <laughs> <laughs> so what do you um how did you get into library school like in the first place you started out working in a library and you enjoyed that or how what tell us your story how'd you get to where you are now in your education and career uh sure i started working in a library i think in it was either 1997 or 1998 uh when i was in undergrad at ohio university I got a work-study job at the Music Dance Library in the university. So uh, it, it was kind of a separate department from the larger university, and I worked at the desk and did shelving and, and some other sort of clerical work. I used to get to take um, 
records, actual LPs, and transfer them to cassettes for people to check out. So that was always a fun job. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of stuff that maybe I wouldn't listen to on my own, but it was definitely a good experience. It exposed me to a lot of music. Yeah, and then you also were a college radio DJ as well. Yeah, during that time, I volunteered for our public radio station, WOUB. I did uh, some... During the day, I would volunteer and kind of introduce different NPR shows that we, we would broadcast and read the weather and public service announcements and stuff like that. And then I had an evening show once a week where I got to play whatever kind of music I wanted for, I think, two hours or so. Oh, cool. So then you have a great background in um, media studies and, you know, so that's sort of like um, audiovisual archivists can preserve through LP transfers to cassettes, sort of like what you were, you were doing. So is that the sort of classes you're taking in library school or what are you focusing on? Well, I mean, since working at Ohio University, once I graduated, I started working in public libraries and that's kind of what I'm really passionate about is working... Um, less in an academic setting and, and more in a public library setting. So I worked for uh, a couple of years in Cincinnati, Ohio, at their public library system, and then I moved to Seattle and eventually... Hello? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> I, I heard some static. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oh, once I moved to Seattle, I got a job at the, the county system, the county public library system. So my focus in school is more around management and reference and other public library services. I don't do a ton of archival stuff anymore. You can tell me about that, though. Uh, <laughs> do, do your public libraries have a lot of um, audiovisual materials? Oh, sure, yeah, and it's super popular, you know, our, the DVDs and all the different CDs. And we have a few... A few uh, vinyl records that are kind of in storage that people can request. So that stuff is definitely extremely popular. And what's your passion um, with public libraries? Uh, I just think public libraries are neat because you, you know, you not only get to kind of share all of this information with people and kind of lead them to different resources that maybe they wouldn't be aware of, but it also feels it kind of feels like social justice to me in a lot of ways because it's, it's the library is sort of a great equalizer. Anybody can use it. It's free. There's tons of services. You can just hang out if you want. You can read whatever you want. Um, I just think it's a really neat opportunity to be around all sorts of different people, you know, not just patrons, but also the staff. I know so many, so many people who have such interesting things that they do. I, I just... I really like the public service aspect. Yeah, it's a great resource for the community, and a lot of people maybe don't know about their local library, and so this hopefully radio show gets out to people to motivation to go visit their public library. Yeah, I just actually taught a class today. Um, I taught uh, a job searching using Craigslist class, and you, we kind of take that stuff for granted that it's easy that we know how to use Craigslist or Google or whatever, but... It's really fun to see a bunch of people in a room from very different backgrounds who are really eager to, to, to learn how to better utilize that. There was even a, a guy who's a former diplomat who just moved here from India, and he, he wanted to figure out how to find a job. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, it, it kind of blew my mind. It was it was really fun. You could tell him how to find a, a roommate as well. <laughs> well, he actually said he and his wife were looking for an apartment using Craigslist too. So. Oh, I posted on there myself recently. So. To, to find a roommate? Yeah, or someone to move <laughs> into my house. But so That's then also, the spot. yeah, Craigslist for the win. And um, <laughs> there's that movie coming out about it. I think. Um, oh, I bet it's not in a good way, though. <laughs> no. But and um, there's some movies on libraries too. I think libraries are really interesting places. And I'm glad we can all work in one. Um, how long do you have left in your pr- graduate program? I actually am going to be finished in May, so I'm in the home stretch. I'm super excited about it. Oh, nice. I'll be done in May, a year from this May. Oh, you, it'll go by really quickly. And then are you going to apply for um, other positions elsewhere? or? <laughs> probably will. Uh, my system has a librarian pool that I'm going to apply to. Um, I'm pretty lucky in my current position because I, I get to coordinate a system-wide program uh, for computer classes for patrons. I get to write the curriculum and train volunteers to teach the classes. So I, I'm, I'm happy that my job is already pretty fulfilling, but I'm also really looking forward to doing more reference work and kind of having a community library that I can go to on a regular basis. Well, that's exciting. So probably in, uh, you said Seattle, Washington area? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not leaving Seattle. No way. Yeah, I almost went up there. I was this close to doing library school there. It's like a nice town I've never really been to. Oh, well, you love music, so you would love Seattle. Yeah, everybody probably goes there for Nirvana mainly, huh? Well, I mean, Nirvana is great, but there's certainly a lot of local music since Nirvana to be excited about. It kind of blows my mind how many local acts that are just crazy good. And you do a club once in a while, like a month or every couple months? Oh, yeah. I also am a DJ, so I DJ um, kind of club nights, dance nights, um... I used to do it a lot more often, but now I just do it every couple of months. Um, my name is DJ Dewey Decimal, so i got to represent <laughs> the librarians. That's so cool. <laughs> um, but my buddy and I put on a, a quarterly event at a club here, and um, it's kind of amazing. Like, we usually have about 400 or so people. It's a, a queer dance night, so it's, it's kind of a spot. For people who maybe don't always feel super comfortable in other clubs um, to kind of get together and dance and have a good time. Do you have a website for that? Oh, you're so smart to ask that. <laughs> um, we we have a Facebook page, uh, but not a not a website. So I think if you search for Lick Seattle, it's called Lick, like L-I-C-K, um, <laughs> and then Seattle. You can you can find us. We have one coming up on March 5th, and it's it's actually going to be a benefit for a project called Put This on the Map, which is pretty cool too. Wow, that's exciting. I'll have to make it out for one of those and uh, DJ Dewey Decimal. <laughs> I'll put you on the guest list Ooh. and I'll give you a drink ticket too. Yeah. <laughs> Go librarians. Yeah. They're also I... DJs. <laughs> but I don't have a tattoo yet. I was thinking about getting a zebra one next year. Yeah. Yeah, me, me and my um, co-librarian down here were thinking we should do a calendar maybe like 
tattooed librarians of California or something. You should absolutely do that. I've been super impressed with how our calendar's kind of blown up, you know. People who I would never expect have found it, like you, which is great. Yeah. The Google... Actually, I found it through Tumblr. Really? Yeah, my website um, for this radio show is hosted on Tumblr. So looking through other tumbles, I found a photo of one of the other um, tattoo librarians featured, and I was like, whoa, there's a tattoo librarian calendar. And when I clicked on the photo, went to Zazzle, and there we have my birthday month, (laughs) Amber. (laughs) That's right. And then Googling it more, I found an article on it through, I think it was Pins and Needles or some blog that was writing about the calendar and supporting that that oh yeah i read that too that that was pretty neat they interviewed my my buddy turner who's in my cohort and he was one of the one of the people in the cohort who put the calendar together yeah and then they showed that there's other other states doing similar calendars as well Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really interesting because I, I think there's still this stereotype that librarians are very certain way. So when you put something together that shows that librarians are, they're, they're a diverse group of people. And, you know, I just think it kind of blows people's minds and, and they kind of grab onto it, which is cute and funny. Even Yeah, even the definition of a librarian is, is evolving and changing with the future, the digital future of our information spaces. It's currently changing, you know, we, we don't even know what the job description could look like in the future. Yeah, and I think we definitely have to be on our toes and be ready to kind of evolve with that future and kind of be a step ahead of it and create create jobs for ourselves, you know. Oh, definitely. That's what um, some of the music... Um, I think we had a guest a couple weeks ago talking about how, you know, some of their their students are are looking to archive music for big acts, you know, in L.A., like, say, Neil Diamond needs a personal music archivist, so um, information science specialists might go up and say, hey, let me be your personal music archivist, and that's an interesting way to morph the field. Yeah, that that might be the one job that I would leave Seattle for, to be Neil Diamond's information (laughs) archivist. (laughs) Yeah, I could hit up all my favorite groups and say, you need this. Because I know they did it, um, you know, most famously for, um, in Santa Cruz, the Grateful Dead, yeah, that was in the news. Oh, yeah. So things like that is like why I like the information science field and... I'm sure you have your own stories. You've been in the public libraries for 12 years, was that right? I think about 12 years, which makes me sound old, but yes. (laughs) That's great. We're all in grad school and working in libraries. Yeah. But you never weren't too much into academic. You said, um, yeah, public was more, yeah, community service, social justice. That's a great way to look at it, too. Yeah, and I mean, I have total respect for academic libraries. It's just not... You know, it's not the thing that I'm drawn to, but I, I think they're wonderful, of course. Oh, yes. How's the, the academic library at your grad school doing? Well, it's interesting because, I, you know, I'm in a distance program. I've never actually been there before. Oh. yeah. I guess I've never even been to the school. We don't, we don't have a required, you know, go visit the school sort of thing. Oh, I see. Yeah, we have to go three times a year about. So I'll be going on March 2nd to Chicago area. Nice. 
it's an excuse to travel. Yeah, that's a great excuse to travel. Um, but I mean, you know, I use the library's databases and stuff all the time, and they're pretty good. But I also find that I just use my library systems databases a lot too. Oh yeah, even that's the future of libraries. Even you might not even need a building because everything's, you know, you work with computers. All the resources that, you know, libraries pay for can be just the databases and the computer system. Yeah. But, I mean, something I'm interested in, too, is kind of how libraries function as public spaces where people can gather and not have to buy anything and not have to do anything. It's, I think it's it's a really, it's a, as a community-based organization, we always have to have those buildings, but they just don't necessarily have to look the way that they look now, you know? Oh, yeah, I have a class right now called uh, Library Buildings and Society Past and Present, so we're looking at libraries buildings that are really cool architecture and setups cool i would love that class yeah it's pretty interesting our, our professor's um british so it's great to listen as well kind of like giles and buffy the vampire Slayer. yeah exactly i was thinking <laughs> that <laughs> but then yeah i just love um the design and interior design as well of libraries and when you, if you could put art up and I, i've heard of libraries having um bands play live yeah, yeah. When I worked, I, that definitely happens in my system. And then when I worked in Cincinnati, my favorite librarian in the world, uh, his name is David Siders, used to have uh, bands come and play at the library all the time. That's what people maybe don't realize is the library is not just a quiet place anymore. It's a place yeah, for gathering, the community, meetings, classes, it's usually, you know, all free resources everyone should take advantage of. Right. <laughs> I just, yeah, so I can't talk enough good things. And um, I want to remind everyone you're listening to Our Digital Future, Fridays, 4 p.m. on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine with me, your host, Ziba Z. Today our guest is Amber from Seattle, Washington, here in a grad school for library information science, working in the public libraries. And um, our show's almost about up. I want to thank you for taking the time to call in and everybody check out her calendar she's featured on the cover and the month of april our birthday month what yeah dj dewey decimal check out uh lick on facebook yeah yeah lick seattle lick seattle i'll definitely be coming up one of those in the future that sounds great so um do you have any other contact information you want to give out i think it's just your dj dewey decimal and you're in seattle yeah, I mean, I think that that seems sufficient, I think. I mean, definitely look up the calendar on Zazzle. I think, what is it called? Pacific uh, Tat- Tattooed Librarians of the Pacific Northwest. Yes, excellent calendar, everyone. Check it out and look for yeah, Amber. Yeah, I have a very the- attractive cohort, so you should definitely look it up. <laughs> what what month is that? No, I mean, everybody in the calendar, they, <laughs> they everybody looks great. So <laughs> 12 months, 12 tattooed librarians. <laughs> So thanks again, and um, hopefully everyone checks it out. Tattoo librarians of the Pacific Northwest, and we've had Amber as our guest on Our Digital Future. So to stay tuned to KCI for more great programming. Thank you, Amber. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Have a good day. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. So thanks for listening to another episode. Um, Fridays 4 p.m. with me, ZBZ. We just said bye to Amber from Seattle in library school and also known as DJ Dewey Decimal. That's such a cool name. 
So we're going to end the show with more Braid, just as we started off with some Braid, because I love Braid from the Midwest, and also from my library school, well, campus, University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. Here we go, and stay tuned for more great KCI programming.